Hello Central, welcome to another weekly update. This is a big one, this is an important one. I'm going to talk about in-person gatherings and everything you need to know about them. I'm going to talk about kids ministry, youth ministry, family discipleship classes, life groups, women's ministry, men's ministry, secret church, and share a little bit from Philippians chapter 4 as well. So we are just a couple weeks away from kickoff Sunday at Central and so this is a really big update because we want to get the word out on really everything that's kicking off in the coming weeks. So it's a unique season, it's a unique fall, you all know that, Uh, and so it's going to be unique at Central as well. Nonetheless, we want to make you aware of so many important ways, neat opportunities for you to connect with your church. The first is that starting kickoff weekend, September 12th and 13th, we will begin offering a number of 50-person gatherings across our campuses. And you will need to register for these so that we can cap the gatherings at 50 and be able to keep records of who has attended. So every Tuesday morning, uh, you will be able to, starting at 7 a.m., Uh, register you and anyone else attending with you, register each person uh, for a particular gathering. We will have one Saturday night gathering at 6 p.m. at our Chilliwack campus. Um, And then we will have three more the following morning. We will have one at 9 a.m. Then at 10 a.m. we will have one just for our Promontory campus folks in the Slessy Room of Central, a separate space. And then another one at 11 a.m. We will also have a 9.30 gathering on Sundays at our Agassiz campus and one at 11 a.m. at our Lake Iraq campus. Um, and so you can register for those. We're going to take the sermon from the Sunday, the Saturday night and add it to um, what you've been seeing the last uh, few months, uh, a worship team and a host, all of the components of a service. We will produce that and uh, continue to do that and make that available every Sunday, recognizing a number of you just are unable to attend in this season. And so we're continuing to build those. Our capacity for in-person gatherings is relatively small uh, percentage-wise for for what we would typically host. And so we still encourage you, if you've been connecting with other families, other individuals in our church, you have a little social bubble that you're connecting with and you've been um, participating in the online service together to have a semblance of community, invite you to continue to do that. That may continue to be the best avenue for you. Um, Starting on September 6th, uh, this coming Sunday, we will have a kind of full online kids uh, services as well. Uh, Over the summer, we did a kind of a briefer, more compacted catechism structure, but we're going to be doing full online kids services uh, starting at the beginning of September and throughout the fall. So we just encourage you to connect through those. Um, There will be additional home devotional materials and things like that. Unfortunately, COVID-19 restrictions present too many barriers for us to provide safe in-person children's ministry this fall. So we will continue to produce these videos with worship songs and gospel teaching from our kids pastors and Sunday school teachers and a number of elements there. In an effort to keep uh, kids and parents connected with their church leaders, um, you're welcome to contact Pastor Chris or Pastor Crystal if you'd like to book a pastoral visit uh, with your family on a Sunday morning this fall. They'd love to drop in. So if you're doing a home 
online service with your kids, but you're still welcome to make that connection there. They'd love to set something like that up for you this fall. In addition, Pastor Chris uh, Ross will be doing a uh, some family discipleship classes uh, where, about letting the gospel shape your family. And these classes will be a resource that will be online. Um, the first couple of them will become available on Wednesday, September 23rd. And then from then on in, in this uh, next ministry year, a new class will become available every month after. The goal is to help encourage and equip parents, grandparents, and prospective parents parents to the biblic, uh, to think biblically about the family and connect the gospel to everyday life, allowing Jesus to transform the home. We just recognize a lot of us, we, we need some help with this. And so uh, we want to serve you with that and grateful that Pastor Chris is building resources to help you that you can watch and learn from um, at, at times that suit you best. Um, our youth ministry will also look a little bit different. Um, youth will be running in a small group format, um, meeting often at leaders' homes or other locations, always avoiding that 50, uh, surpassing that 50-person limit. If you have kids in grade 6, going into grade 6, we've got a special barbecue pool party coming up on September 10th that you can register for online. And our youth ministry would just encourage you to stay connected. If, if you aren't already, get connected with the youth Central Youth Facebook page. Um, always most up-to-date information there and uh, are looking forward to connecting students with great youth leaders and finding creative opportunities to do some special uh, things beyond that as well. This is a great season to get involved in a life group if you aren't already. Uh, life groups will be running in the fall and really there's never been a more important time to be a part of a group. Right? While the whole church can't always meet, we can still gather as believers to encourage and bless one another and spur one another on in the faith. So you can sign up online and we would love to find a place for you. Additionally, we're investing in our leaders and potential leaders. If you lead a life group or are interested in leading a life group, or if you uh, lead a life group and you're like, man, this person or this couple, they would be great life group leaders. Um, direct them our way. We will be doing four life group equipping sessions on Saturday mornings in September, and we will be looking at the place of life groups in our church and how it relates to our community, discipleship, and mission. So you can find out more and sign up on our website. We're really looking forward to building into our awesome life group leaders and continuing to um, identify and, and train up future life group leaders. Women's ministry is coming back and we cannot wait. Our women's ministry will not be running on uh, weekday mornings with childcare in this season, but instead will be on Monday nights. Uh, women's ministry north of the Fraser will be taking place again as well. So watch details for that in the coming weeks. Um, Pastor Jessica has written a wonderful study in the book of Jonah and is ready to go to teach that and, and utilize some other gifted teachers in our church as well. So keep an eye out for that Monday nights, uh, I believe end of September or beginning of October, uh, that will begin to take place. So keep your eye out there. Something we did early on uh, when, when the pandemic hit and everything kind of shut down is we started utilizing a resource called Secret Church. It's a ministry of David Platt, 
where he teaches just really, really solid theology. It's like taking seminary classes. It's super good stuff, helps train you, gets you in the word. It's, it's all about um, learning how to handle the word and equipping you to live missionally. Um, it's called Secret Church because of David Platt's experience actually witnessing churches that met in secret in other parts of the world where it was illegal to meet. And so there's some of that burden of, of recognizing the opportunity and the blessing it is to, 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 to gather and to, to be trained. And so he utilizes a lot of the stuff that he actually taught to underground churches. And uh, so there's an element there and an emphasis there as well. So starting September 28th, um, there will be a module of Secret Church called A Global Gospel in a World of Religions. That'll run from September 28th to August, October 26th. And so in that month, you, you just need to work through nine sessions at times that work well for you. And at certain intervals there, there will be in-person and online discussion forums as well. So opportunities to talk about what you're learning together and continue to learn that way. And so you can go to our website and check out the Secret Church page. And then starting November 1st, there'll be another module on the question of who is God, because how we think about God shapes our life and our faith. And so we want to teach what the scriptures say and have understanding of what the scriptures say about who God is. So all of this stuff, whether it's our in-person gatherings, online, family discipleship, life groups, women's ministry, youth ministry, kids, secret church, so much is coming your way. Um, there's going to be some men's studies on Thursday evenings as well. Um, look for that starting late September, early October as well. Just really looking forward to gathering a few where we can and producing resources and connecting online where we can as well to continue to make disciples. We, we count it such a privilege. We recognize the circumstances are different right now, but that won't stop us. <laughs> um, I'd like to just take a, a couple minutes here as I close this update to, to remind you of the opportunity that we have in this season as followers of Jesus that I sometimes wonder if, if we've really been attuned to in this season. And, and that's this. We have an incredible opportunity to love when many people aren't that loving toward each other in these days. We have an incredible opportunity to extend kindness where, where many people aren't coming across with all that much kindness these days. We have an opportunity to extend generosity and grace and service where, where many people aren't coming across um, with those things these days, whether it's anger or fear or anxiety or polarization or a general sense of discouragement in the air in these days, as followers of Jesus, we, we really do have the opportunity to care well for people. And, and the reason is, is because we have been so well cared for by Jesus. Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. The, the call on Christians isn't just to rejoice when we feel like it. The, the call of Christians isn't just to rejoice when everything's going well. 
But the call is to rejoice always. And then verse 5 says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. This word reasonableness, in some versions it's translated as gentleness. And the word can mean reasonableness, gentleness, or forbearance, which which has to do with patient self-control and restraint. So we are to let our reasonableness, gentleness, forbearance, patience, self-control, restraint, we are to make those known to everyone. And then it goes on to say, do not be anxious about anything, verse 6, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And so what's that saying there is, is it's really talking about um, being instructed to pray and ask and thank God for everything rather than be anxious at a distance from God about everything. We're to bring it to him. And, and so it, it, I say all that, and that's the what of this passage. It's the rejoice always and be reasonable, gentle, and patient with others. And rather than be overcome with anxiety, be overcome with a commitment to bring all your needs and cares and praise to God. That's the what of this passage. We should do those things. But, but we also need then also the, the why and the how. I don't, I don't know about you, but exhortations to do this and that and to act like this and not act like that and all of that kind of stuff are are really, really exhausting instructions that I, I feel hopeless to accomplish unless they are anchored in the gospel. So, so let's apply the gospel to the what of this passage of rejoicing always and letting our reasonableness being, be made known to all and not being filled with anxiety, but peace. Um, That's really the how and the why. The how comes down to this. We receive, I don't know, like otherworldly peace, I guess. We, We receive that from God, our text says, because it goes on to say the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. We receive otherworldly peace from God that apart from Christ makes no sense. It's the peace that comes from his presence with us. And the why, I think, really comes down to this. Our, the why of this passage comes down to our joy in what Jesus has accomplished for us in the past, present, and future, and recognizing that none of that can be taken away from us. So, so we can rejoice in the face of anything, and we can be patiently kind and at peace because Jesus has been patiently kind to us. And therefore, because he's been patient with us and kind to us, we can be at peace and we can rest in that even in days of unrest. In days of unrest, we can rest in Jesus. In days of uncertainty, we can be anchored in the certainty we have in Jesus. Isn't that good news? And it's such good news that can actually really truly change our countenance, our our disposition in these difficult days where we truly can be a light. We truly can be a blessing. We truly can be gospel people in a world that desperately needs that gospel. So I invite you to have eyes to see 
um, the opportunities in front of you to be a blessing. We've just started a sermon series in the book of Acts and first couple sermons have a lot to do, a couple texts have a lot to do with the coming Holy Spirit and the difference the Spirit makes in followers of Jesus. And so I just invite you to lean into that and to be watchful and to recognize our hope is in Christ and therefore um, we can live with hope and therefore we can <laughs> be distinct and a blessing to those around us. I've been praying that for myself lately. Lord, make me a blessing. <laughs> Naturally, I, I am not much of a blessing to that many people. Lord, make me a blessing. Help, help me, help me uh, live for you and um, show you to the world around me today. And I invite you to pray that as well and to rejoice always because of who you are in Christ. God bless you. Can't wait to see you in ministry this fall.